today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The second budget for the Trudeau government. Lots of speculation about how uh, this thing is going to be constructed and uh, the impact that it's going to have. And uh, joining us to talk about this is Corinne Pullman, Senior Vice President of National Affairs and Partnerships with the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Corinne, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. I'm glad to be here. Are you nervous? I'm nervous, yes. <laughs> I'm excited. It's I think we're, an I think we're all nervous, aren't we? Let, let me, let me, yeah. Let's first of all deal with the elephant in the room. How, how big is the Trump factor in, in, in how the, this government formulated this budget? Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but I think it does play probably somewhat of a role because it's unclear exactly um, how, how much cutting is going to happen in the United States that's going in terms of taxation and regulations that we're going to have to compete with, but of course also what's going to happen with NAFTA. And both of those factors, I think, play into where Canada goes in the future, and I, I suspect there's probably some of that being played into today's budget for sure. I, I mean, there's, there's been so much talk right now about, about you know, extra taxes at the border, the, the border adjustment yeah. tax that Trump has talked about. And NAFTA probably isn't going to start till later this year, but I mean, this, this still probably has some sort of an impact on, on what Mr. Morneau is going to say today, wouldn't you think? Yes, I would think so, um, only because uh, the uncertainty still exists about what happens south of the border, and um, President Trump has um, been unpredictable, right, it's at times, so it's unclear what he says today is going to be what happens tomorrow. And so hopefully I think that, you know, the current government has done a good job of sort of managing uh, President Trump since he came into to power in terms of, you know, moving from potentially making massive changes to NAFTA, maybe just tweaking it with Canada. That's good news, right? But again, what does that actually mean in the end of the day? So I think it's uh, it's certainly going to be a factor in, that we're all going to be thinking about in the next six to eight months. They've spent a lot of time down in the States, Mr. Morneau and other ministers, uh, trying to feel out, I guess, uh, some not just the, the Trump administration, but some of the other legislatures in, in some of the, uh, the states that uh, Canada does a lot of trading with right now. Is that going to help? Oh, I think so. I think building relationships is going to be very important uh, in terms of where we're going to go when it comes to our relationship with the United States. So I think it's 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 a good idea to build those relationships, especially in those states that do most of their trading with Canada. I think there's something like 35 states out of the 50 that the number one export market is Canada. So I think it's important that we continue to build those types of relationships so that when those negotiations start to happen, um, we hopefully have some more allies than we think uh, down there. In the uh, the first budget that uh, Bill Morneau delivered, uh, there was a, a lot of talk about investment in skills and infrastructure spending and innovation and things of this nature. Uh, that's the good news. The bad news is uh, not a lot of that got out of the House, uh, actually in, into some of those programs. How does the government move the, the, the money to, to where they actually want to see it go? Yeah, well, that's always the big, uh, <laughs> big mystery. And uh, I suspect that we're going to see a bit more detail about how they're going to be using some of the infrastructure money that they actually uh, committed to last year. And we, as we've all heard, it's not moving out as quickly as everyone had thought it would. Um, so there may be a little bit more details around that today. Um, I think that every new government thinks that they can move things quickly, and then they realize after they've been in office for you know a year or so that, oh, things don't move as quickly as you think when you're dealing with as big a bureaucracy as the government of Canada. So it'll be interesting to see um, what they're going to say on that front, uh, both on the in- infrastructure and on the innovation side. Um, they've, you know, there's been lots of speculation this will be the innovation budget. What that actually means in practice is, I think, what we're warning, waiting to hear more about. But, but in in one sense, though, Corinne, that that's almost a, an abstract concept for an awful lot of people. What do you mean by innovation budget? Where are you going to invest the money? I guess, the, as as always, the devil will be in the details. 
Well, you got it. And I think right, we're on the same page. Uh, innovation means lots of different things to lots of different people. And from our perspective, we represent small, medium-sized companies, uh, most of whom are extremely innovative, but aren't necessarily um, categorized in the ways that governments categorize innovation. And so we've been sort of, you know, pounding doors in the pavement here in Ottawa to make sure that they understand that innovation comes in many forms. And so they need to make sure when they're looking at ways to, to generate more innovation that they don't neglect, this, you know, thousands and thousands of businesses out there that are creating jobs and communities that may not be in the high-tech or biotech sector. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.